When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. We're back. Well, me and AJ are back. Tom is lost somewhere in the in the hallway, but we we're going to hit you with some, what does he always say, a little, uh, little news, a little information. A little news, a little information. Yeah, yeah baby. Yeah, baby, we're back. And we're going to have Miss Pat <laughs> on shortly. We've got uh, somebody messaged in. AJ, have you heard this story about how she shot off her nipple? No, I saw that email from Joe, yeah, and so Joe, I was dying to ask both of you. Oh, we'll have to have her tell it because she's obviously can tell it much, much better. But Great she, story. Oh, she essentially, yeah, shot, I think it's her left nipple off, if I remember. <laughs> so you're <laughs> telling me that there's just, like, no no left nipple on Miss Pat anymore? She, she, yeah, she is the, she's the world's most interesting person. Like, the stories, I could listen to her talk all day, yep. every day, and I'm... Like looking forward to it. she's got this judge show. She's got I think it's on BET, like just the Miss Pat show where she's essentially just plays herself and has their own sitcom, which is great. Um but yeah, she's if you've have you seen her perform live at all? I've never seen her live. I'm I've I've seen her in like movies and TV shows and stuff yeah. like that. I mean it's She's like a personality that if she's not the main character, she makes like oh she's she's the main character no matter you, what yeah like, whether you like it or not she's the main character no she's a hoot she's, I love it yeah she is magnificent no question let me know when she's ready to go I, um, I will let you know as soon as I have her on the line you got it home smoke home smoke what do you think of that action so I thought you were gonna go with like home skillet home skillet home that's skillet another biscuit. one I haven't heard that in a long time but you know. Uh, yeah, there's a lot in the news this morning, but it's nothing we really want to talk too much about. It's all violence in the Middle East, and everybody hates everybody else, and everybody's horrible, and yeah, the, the, the Republicans hate the Democrats, and the Democrats hate the Republicans, and Hamas hates this, and the Jews hate that, and it's like, Jesus Christ, is anybody happy? No, it was all negative. Scrolling through the headlines, it was like, Minnesotans captured in Israel, Minnesotans captured in Israel, <clears throat> right, and then right. it was like... I think Ford and a couple uh, Rolls Royce laid off a bunch of people, and then it was more violence in the Middle East. Yeah, not a lot of positivity. Is this all based? I know it's cultural, obviously, is a big part of it, the culture of, of both sides. But is this a fight over whose God is right? I believe. Is this a, is I believe it's a religious thing. religion thing, and then it's kind of also because it started as a religious thing is now kind of a human rights type of situation going on because the living conditions in Gaza Strip aren't great. And then Israel, obviously having Hamas come in there and right. murder and rape. But like nobody, I feel like, is right on either side. So this is what they think God wants them to do. 
which <laughs> okay right it's it's okay. so when yeah. you yeah, when you break it down it's like really that's what <laughs> your religion is telling you to do is go over there and it's not everybody that's in Palestine thinks that way because there are Palestinians sure. that are like we don't agree with Hamas but yeah it's right. it's all just one big mess that I don't think really anybody that's not over there can sort out it's so weird that whole thing though because any any difference now. Whether it's mm. religion or skin, I'm not, I shouldn't say now. It's I guess it's always been that way, but it's very severe right now. Mm. It comes and goes with severity, no question about it. But honest to God, you got the wrong co- skin color. You got the wrong beliefs. You got the wrong this. You and you know what's great about that? Let's say that you know. Okay, I don't like black people. Right? That's what I'm going to say right now, because you're sitting there. Somebody's going to cut that. Yeah, you know that's true, by the way. We'll be cutting that up. But why would I treat you poorly? I just wouldn't hang around you if I didn't like black people. Yeah, I think that's the one thing that more people need to do is if you don't like somebody. get it. You can move on. But it looks like we've got Miss Pat, who everybody likes. No one likes Miss Pat except for me. I'm the only one, Miss Pat. How are you? Good morning. How are you, young lady? I'm just fine. How are you doing? Never been. I miss you, though. I haven't seen you in like three years now because I'm COVID crap or whatever. You got to come to town, Ms. Pat. That's all I'm saying. I'm coming to town. Thank God there's a new judge in town. New series, Ms. Pat Settles. It premieres on BET. That would be tomorrow night at 9 o'clock Central Time. So we want to talk all about that. So you are coming to town because it doesn't say on, your, on the descriptor that you are coming. To, when you coming? When am I coming to Minnesota? I'm coming this Friday. What? You, what? Nobody yeah, told me that. I'm at the Fantasia's Fantasia's Theater. That's a great theater. You're gonna yeah. love that theater. Honest God, Miss Pat. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, we gotta we gotta reach out to them because I didn't even. I'm really really happy because we all we've been talking about all morning, Miss Pat. Because the show's already been on for about an hour, is how you used to come in and terrorize JB. Remember that that handsome young <laughs> devil you used to terrorize when you came to town? It was wonderful. Yeah. Well, what you do with him? What did I do with him? Yeah, he's still there. Well, I you tell scared me him what, off. You scared him off, but we do. You know, we we got everything covered here. But I I'm telling you, Miss Pat, one of my favorite things in life is when you and JB were in the same studio. Just watching how uncomfortable you made him was, God, it was a joy to watch that. It was just wonderful. <laughs> JB used to look at me like he was a white man that just wasn't interested in fat women. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. That's all I have to say, sister. That's just... <laughs> JB. So, nah, you ain't my kind. <laughs> yeah, no, you are not my kind. Yeah, there you go. So you are coming to town. Now, where are you going to be this weekend? Pantages, right? Oh, oh that's yeah. right. You said the Pantages. Yeah, that's right. But who is who's bringing you? October twentieth. When is it? It's the night eighteenth, nineteenth, or it's the the twentieth. You said. It's the twentieth. It's the twentieth. That's Friday, right? Yep, that is Friday. That's great to hear that you're coming to town. I, what when you get in here? I'm getting there early Friday morning. Now, he is very cold there already. Nah, it's going to be 64 today. It's okay. Don't worry about a thing. Yeah, 64 is uh, 34 to me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, I understand that. The weather here is different. Now, you know, seriously, Miss Pat, you just made me very happy because I'm one of those guys that 
you know, when I was over at the other radio station for all those years, uh, having comedians come in every Thursday and Friday was just the thrill. Uh, my, I used to love having everybody coming in, and you'd come in a couple times a year. And I hope we can get back to that when people get to town and come in and do the show. And it'd be great to see you. Well, I, I can't wait to get get to see you again either. And COVID is over. Who's scared of COVID right now? I know. COVID but... is like crap. You know, it's easy to get rid of. It is. Wait a minute. How would you know that, yeah. though? Oh, I know about crabs. I can tell you about it out there. <laughs> <laughs> I've had both. The ones you eat and the ones you beat. <laughs> the ones you eat. <laughs> See, this is it, Ms. Pat. we got to have more Ms. Pat now. That's all I'm saying. So what have you been up to? You've just been working well, like mad. You're on every TV show now. Uh, yeah, I've just been working. Got this new show called Miss Pat Sellers. It trying to get out and promote it is very, very funny. It's a it's a judge Judy meet some crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say it's Judge Judy time ten. So it's very funny. It's the real cases, real family and real funny is what we say. So I'm excited about it. Now, I, I, now, if you don't want to do this, Ms. Pat, you're, you know, I've known you for so many years that you can do whatever you want when you're on with me, but we have a young man on the show that has no idea why one of your nipples is missing. <laughs> well, one of my nipples is missing because somebody shot it off. <laughs> and I learned real quick, two nipples are overrated. <laughs> two nipples are overrated? Okay. <laughs> Okay. These lazy kids these days, they don't pick both of them up to use them at the same time. Like you did back in your young days, Mr. Bernard. <laughs> <laughs> I tried my best, Miss Pat. I did try my best. No question. Now, uh, the young man's name is AJ. So AJ and Miss Pat. Miss Pat, how did you go about, well, not what you go about, but how did it happen that somebody shot you right in the titty? Yeah, I was a drug dealer, and I was shooting at him, and he had a better aim. I didn't realize my nipple was that big, and could, you could just get it like that. But he shot my nip off, so I breastfed from the left. <laughs> Did that work for the children? <laughs> Those DS- yeah, that worked. They didn't even know I had to until they grew up. <laughs> and, you know, Beyonce, Beyonce made that song to the left inspired by me. Oh, God. <laughs> Miss Pat, I've missed you so much, it's unbelievable. There's no question about it. It's great to hear you're coming to town. When, you know, one of these days, though, you got to come in the studio again. i got to look across the table and see you sitting there, Miss Pat. Oh, no problem. But until I get there, please, everybody, make sure you watch my new show coming out October the 20th. October the 18th. I'm drunk. Well, you know what? I hope if you're drunk, you're on the East Coast anyway, because it's 10 o'clock there, so that'd be good. No, I'm on the West Coast, so it's too too early to be drunk. (laughs) 7 o'clock in the morning, yeah. That's a little early, yes, I would have to agree with that, but... No, I, I, uh, I, don't you think, no, Miss Pat, do you find, because there are a lot of things you can't joke about anymore, and that's not funny, and oh, my God, you don't have a lot of trouble with that, because you, you're a brave person. You've always said whatever you wanted to say. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't care what I joke about. If, it, if, if I can find a funny in it, I'm going to joke about it. Yep. You're not going to, like I told him, I said, you're not going to come in and control my comedy show. If you don't like it, go home. <laughs> I agree. I agree 100%. Go home and relieve your babysitter, because she really don't want to keep the kids anyway. <laughs> She's sick of your kids already? So, did you bring yes, that? She is, so. 
do you bring that same kind of attitude to your like television shows that you're on where it's you know you have a lot of input or is it something that you had to take more of a backseat to? No, no, I have a lot of input on what I do because I tell them I'm not here for the money. I'm here for the art. So you know you're not gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna dim my dream yeah. or you're not gonna uh, make me realize what I came here to do. I know what I want to create. Help me create it. Now I, you got rules to your networks, and I'm willing to work with you. But you're not just gonna turn me into something that I don't want to be for no money. Cause you know I can go out and hey, we ain't even gotta stand on the corner no more to be a prostitute. You can be a right there on OnlyFans. So <laughs> you know it's, it's ways to get money in this country. Yeah, you're way above that though. With your talent, forget about it. Uh, yeah, but all yeah, there's I also my feet on OnlyFans that make good money because I don't have pretty feet, and there's some people out there that's really into not pretty feet. <laughs> I didn't know that. I say, and you probably corner the market on just the one titty demographic yes. on OnlyFans too. So yeah, you probably there's some options for you on there. Well, don't, don't play with me because I find a way to make some money. But you know, I'm over at Viacom and BET, so I'm, I'm thankful they allow me to create things that I'm happy about. And what I, you know, I got a big input in. When it gets that I can't do it, you know, I can. I'm a comedian. That's the great part about being a comedian. I can always go back to what, what got me. You know what I love, Ms. Pat, and that, you and I have talked about this before, but it was several years ago now. One of the reasons that I, I love watching you and working with you and all the rest of it is that I was raised by my mother and my two sisters, and all four of you have the exact same attitude, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, life is too short to be letting somebody, you know, take, you know, kill your dream and, you know, damn your life. So I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm 51 years old. I even pass gas in public now. So you know I don't care. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear that. You're, you're comfortable then. Yeah, I'm comfortable within my own skin. I've, I've spent over 40 years holding my gas to be polite. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> your life is getting better by the minute, sister. That's all I'm saying. There's it no question sure you know, the older you get, the, more, the less it smells. So they just think I'm burping. <laughs> it's a very loud burp. Some days it is. Some days I got to miss a cheek to burp, but it's burping. <laughs> <laughs> now, I want to I want to know about Ms. Pat Settles It. What's that all about? So it's a court show. You know, I went in with this idea to the network, and they said, hey, no, don't you be a judge. I mean, I don't. Won't you be the judge? And I was like, I'm a convicted felon, <laughs> and they was like, Oh, it's TV. You can be Jesus. So, <laughs> Jesus is a good name. I like that. Yeah. So I gave it a try, and I was like, I really like this. But what was crazy is that I had no clue that it was real. So, you know, as, as people come in crying and, oh, you, you, you win the 5000 I give you an extra $2,000 just to bring your day. So the producer pulled me to the side. They was like, hey, you're messing up the budget. I said, what budget? <laughs> they was like, this is real. I said, this is real? When was y'all going to tell me these cases were real? <laughs> so what type, what type of cases can we expect to see uh, on the season premiere tomorrow? Uh, all kind of. Well, tomorrow I think is um, – it's some, I, I don't even know what they're airing tomorrow, but in all types of cases, from roommates to lovers to fighting over hair to fighting over animals to all kinds of cases. And they're a funny because they just let me be me. Did you say fighting over enemas? 
Animals. Oh, animals. Thank no. God. I'm like, what? Yeah. I, had yeah. A, <laughs> I had to double check with you on that one. <laughs> it's like fighting over an animal. Not only is she farting on the street, but she's fighting over animals, too. <laughs> God, I miss you, Miss Pat. I should give you a big hug. You need to get in here so I can give you the big hug. I will. All right. I, I sure will. I just think the whole the whole idea. So you got a bit. How many TV shows you got now? I have two. And another one on the way. I always say they don't let the wrong one in Hollywood now. No. <laughs> I wake up with new ideas. Hey, I want to. It's like selling crack. And they'd be like, yeah, give me more. Give me more. Yeah, well, no, I understand that. No, so, okay, so the lineup is you got Ms. Pat Settles It, and that's on what channel? It's on? That's on BET. And then the Ms. Pat Show is on BET Plus. BET Plus. And then what's the third show? Where is that? I can't talk about it yet, but it's comedy. Oh, okay, it's okay. A, a work, it's a workplace comedy. See, I almost forgot who I was talking to because I almost just said to you, make sure you call Uncle Tom when you find out. But then I said, no, I bet he meant maybe not say it that way. <laughs> so, and you, you still have your Pat Down yeah, podcast too? I still have my Pat Down podcast. It's doing well. So please, if y'all want to hear some crazy stuff over there, tune in to that too. And what's the name of the podcast? The Pat Down with Miss Pat. <laughs> the Pat Down. Was that from when you were arrested? Yes, when the police used to pat me down. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, God, you, you sure you can't stay on the whole day? We'll just, you know, go off at about noon today. That'd be good. Oh, no, I got to jump into another one now. <laughs> All right, young lady. All right, my dear. Well, please come in soon. I'd love, to, I'd love to see you give you a big hug. It's great having you back. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Ms. Pat, ladies and gentlemen, there's a new judge in town. New judge series, Ms. Pat Settles It, premieres on BET tomorrow night at 9 o'clock Central Time. On Ms. Pat Settles It, Ms. Pat assembles a jury comprised of her closest friends, family members, and guest stars to tackle real cases where genuine relationships hang in the balance. What do you think of that? The fact that she didn't understand yeah. that it was real is awesome. Like, <laughs> yeah, you seem sad. I'll give you an extra $2,000. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And, and there's people that are like on the losing end of these cases right. that are probably like finding that out now. And she's like, wait, are you telling me that I had to pay? $800 just because? Like, right. Well, I'm, I'm sure that they know what they're getting oh, yeah. themselves into before going on the show. Like, it almost makes me want to oh, go get in like, a dispute just so I can go be on the show. You want to sue me? Yeah, yeah. AJ, we we'll sue we'll... you. He should sue you. Yeah. I yeah. like that. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll, we'll make an arrangement. Oh, my, my picture disappeared. What did I do? Mm. What happened? I didn't touch it even. It just all of a sudden just disappeared. Did I breathe on it? Was that the problem? I, th I think it was Miss Pat's hilarity that kind of knocked, knocked it out. <laughs> Isn't of she just wonderful? Amazing. Just, just great. Have you ever met her? No, ne never in person. You're going to love her even more once you meet her. I'm, if, if, if she comes in studio, I cannot wait because she is just a doll. First time I ever had her on, she literally says to me, well, you know, I could show you. I could whip out a titty and show you I'm missing one nipple. I'm like, okay. Well, I just met you, but uh, <laughs> I'm at a different angle here. Now you're staring at the ceiling. We can always get that taken care of during oh, the next yeah, break. I so. don't care. It doesn't matter to me one way or another. It's no big deal. I just All of a sudden, it just went away, though. And who knows why? That's what I'd like to know. There it is. There we go. There's Uncle Tommy. That's, uh, look at Tevin working his magic.
He finally got off his ass and contributed. I know. What do you think? I know. It's it's great to see him do something. Yeah, it's work. You know, a little there bit of work go. here, a little bit of work there, <laughs> you know. All works out in the end. See, this is what life should be like. So you get up in the morning and all you hear is negativity, negativity, negativity. I mm. hate you. No, I hate you more than I hate you. And I, So you turn off the news, you come in here, and you talk to Miss Pat. Change my day. Yeah. She, it's like she doesn't care what is going on no. around her. And that's like I strive to be that comfortable with myself in my everyday life. Like the fact she's just like, yeah, I fart in public. Like what are you going to say to me? Like she's, <laughs> yeah. she has, she's definitely like very family. She's like you, very family orientated. So she's like the type yeah. of person where she's like, yeah, I've got my kids that she takes care of. I want to say they all still live with her, like in the same area. So they're still very close. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she's like, Again, my favorite human being. And Jesus. what is wrong with your camera? It just went off again. It did. Yeah, it shut off again. I think it's the USB on the side that is. All right, no big deal. We'll, 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 we'll fix, fix it. it. Well, they yeah. don't need to look at me while I'm bullshitting. YouTube audience can just look at, you know, Tevin and I. And that's. That's plenty. Besides me, Tevin's really all you need. That's an eyeful, <laughs> right? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Hi, I'm the little white dot with a little gray thing and then a what's supposed to be a human being inside there. You're doing your best Bob Sansevier impression. Hey, Tom, yeah. how you doing, Tom? Yeah. Sanny, what a piece of work <laughs> that guy is, isn't he? Unbelievable. Anyway, so, yeah, it was really great to have her on again. Uh, but, but I just, how do you guys, because we're of a diff- different generation, how, how do you guys look at, you know, we were just talking about that earlier. I, I, I don't understand. It's like you think one thing and I think something different. I don't think that you're 100% wrong and I should kill you. Why do people get that worked up over differences of opinion? I don't know. Anybody know? No. It's like, it feels like it's just more the trendy thing to do now is... But it's very hurtful. Yeah. And it's because people, like to your point earlier, like, if you don't like somebody, you're not forced to be around anybody. Like, unless you're, like, at work, I guess, would be the closest thing. But, yeah, if you're in your everyday life, like, if you don't like something, you can isolate yourself from that person. There were a couple of people over at the, the old joint, the radio station. I couldn't stand them. There were like three of them, something like that. Yeah. Cocky little pricks, every one of them. But I, didn't, I just didn't go around them. Yeah. I don't like you. I don't know you at all. But the way you comport yourself and handle all these things, I think you're a massive pain in the ass and a moron. So I just stayed away from them. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just do that? Right, because it, it, it takes more energy to now yep. go on some sort of hate campaign against somebody like that's why would you want to put yourself through all that negativity like there's already enough going on in the world and you want to add to it yeah i know that's the whole i i there i got my people i don't want to be around so guess what i don't go around them yeah. i'm not going to start the thing and minnesota particularly from what i understand from from the outside minnesota loves to punish people they they disagree with more than any other place in the united states they just love to punish people here yeah. What is that all about? It's like the cancel culture world that we live in today where, like, because yeah. what was it? When Kevin Hart was going to host, like, the Emmys or something right, like that. Right, right. Everybody like, oh, well, he tweeted this 10 years ago. We got to, he can't host the Emmys now. And it's, you know, tearing down statues and whatever else. Like, I don't know. People like to be, they feel like they're vindicated in ways by tearing people down. Like, yep, see, we showed him. It's street justice, I guess, almost. So it's street justice because you're a failure, so you want to make everybody else fail, too? Yeah, like that's you can't. What that is, yeah. you, know. you can't have nice things because yeah. I don't have nice things, that's and you exactly did something bad. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly what it's really all about. Is oh, you you did better than me, so I have to pay you back. Yeah, 
Yeah, I don't know why people are like that. See, here's what I've never understood about that. Let's say that I don't like AJ. Mm-hmm. I don't care for him, right? Well, no, I can't go with AJ. You're too young. You guys no, are both. No, you can, for, let's, the, for the sake yeah. of the argument, pretend I'm older. Okay, let's say you're older, and I decided I don't care for you. I would just stay away from you because I don't. I'm, I mean, I know now because I've gotten to know you, but at first, if I didn't know you, I don't know if you've got a wife, a husband, you got children, you got this, you got that. No. Mm-hmm. Why would I want to hurt them by hurting you? That's the part I've never understood. Is like, do you, you morons realize you're not only hurting Tevin or AJ or Tom, and then you haven't done that. I just threw our mm-hmm. names out there. Uh-huh. But you're hurting everybody in their family too. Why yeah. would you want to do that? Yeah, well, because it, it's even like gone from like celebrity people to now if you see somebody that does something on social media or says something racist, people will like find where they work and contact their job. Oh. And now people are like, like, are getting fired from their accounting firm because the oh, people are God. like, well, we're tired of getting all this hate mail from random people that right. have nothing to do with our industry or live out of state and never even heard of us, but because, you know, Ron posted something hateful online, now they're coming after him for his job. I, I That's the whole deal. Was I raised differently? Was I too close to my family? Because that's the first thing I would think of is, well, you know what, this guy's a prick, but maybe he's got a nice wife and kids. So yeah. whatever, I'll just stay away from him. Yeah, like, it's, I mean, like, and I don't think about that necessarily when you see somebody like you, like, oh, they got fired because they whatever happened. Mm-hmm. And you're yeah. like, you don't think, oh, yeah, well, now his wife or his kids or whoever is affected by it. You don't take the time to, you know, think everything through. Why do I then? I don't understand why I do that because I don't know many other people that do do that kind of thing. I don't know, probably just because you're older and you've seen more and experienced more in life. And that's so that's true. something where you can kind of yeah. take a step back and, and look at everything as a whole. Whereas very people true. that are younger are going to be a little bit more impulsive. Well, plus the fact in my neighborhood, the older people in the family took care of the younger people in the family. Mm-hmm. And it was a great example for me to, to watch. You know, my, my older sister, Bobby, well, my brother got back from Vietnam. You know, he was, he was around for a while there. And, but I had two older sisters that, that watched over me as well. So maybe that's what it is I, that, you know, I, I love my family dearly. It's been some, it's tough going through the kind of deal we went through. But maybe that's why I am so focused on, on well, I don't want to hurt this person necessarily because I'm hurting other people that don't deserve to be hurt. Yeah. How do we not see that equation? That why do you want to do that to their family? And did they do something so bad it's going to change the earth? I mean, you know what I mean? So I guess if they did something that was really bad, like you can't just let people run through the streets shooting people. Oh, I guess you can. Never mind. (laughs) That's the part that I just cannot understand. I don't agree with your politics, so I'm going to try to ruin your life. But if you want to run out in the middle of the street and shoot someone to death, that's okay. What? How the hell did we get here? Yeah, people's priorities are a little askew. They're off kilter. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? We have to, oh my God, it's, we do have to take a break. It's 9.17, we'll be right back in a couple minutes. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales. Jim was confused. Wait, they don't know anything about us. Our staff, our reputation, most importantly, our customers. Hey, pal, no problem. We do them all over the country. You know, get the manager off the roof sale, inflatable gorilla sale, and our favorite, the 13-hour sale with a giant clock that goes to 13. Urgency, baby. We bring our crew because, well, your people are, let's just say, a little uh, laid back. And the pricing? Nothing special, sport. But Jim thought, we price competitively every day. Our prices are special. We definitely don't need these guys. But sale does convey some urgency, so he made a bold decision for his fine dealerships. Announcing the Valley Buick GMC 365-day sale. And we can even extend it a couple years or so. I got the Air Dancer guy, scratch-offs, plastic keys, bubble machine. Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley or Hastings or valleycardealers.com. Hurry. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years, but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now, stop texting and driving. Pay attention. Value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this, at Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. A hell of a first hour, hour and a half. This show's half over already, for Christ's sake. But yeah, really, uh, really good. Judd was terrific. Chris Eggert came on. Miss Pat. I mean, I was, uh, you can't do better than that. No, it's you know like I mean? a back to back to back, just rock star guests. There's no question about it. Uh, from the Star Tribune this morning, where Minnesota's U.S. House members stand on Jim Jordan's bid for Speaker. Uh, Republicans are primed to try uh, re- electing a new House Speaker. That, oh, yeah, it's going to be, what, in an hour and a half, right? It's 11 o'clock, I think, they vote, don't they? Something like that. Yeah, that morning. sounds right. He was, uh, Kevin McCarthy was removed from the role earlier this month in an unprecedented decision. I'm going to guess where Minnesota's U.S. House members stand, I'm going to go party line. Hmm. <sighs> you know, I think you might be right about that one. <laughs> you might think so. It's not, it's not too obvious. 
All right, I'm going to scroll down now and find out, Washington. At least three Minnesota Republicans are supporting Ohio uh, Republican U.S. Representative Jim Jordan to become the next House Speaker after the unprecedented removal of Kevin McCarthy from the Post. Representatives Brad Finstad and Michelle Fishbach have stated their support for Jordan, a far-right Republican. Is he a far-right Republican? I don't know enough about it. I don't know enough about it either, but from what I have like read and heard, he is... He's going to be – he's not, like, extreme, but in terms of, like, today's scale, mm-hmm. people are considering him, like, very far right. So he, do you think he is very far right? Because I don't know enough about him. I, I don't know either. Like, the few clips I've seen of him, yes, but it's, you know, I'm not as into uh, the political scape as some other people are. Yeah, I'm not sure. It, with – because you're talking about Jim Jordan, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So scrolling through when you, like – look at the headlines for like the vote and stuff mm-hmm. almost every website that would be considered like an anti-trump will put like trump backed jim jordan <laughs> or like trump ally. like like that's like we got to make sure that everybody knows oh, which yeah. like that trump likes him so hopefully people that don't like trump don't like this guy as well like can we just leave donald trump's name off of the headline and just put jim jordan like he's has nothing to do with Donald Trump. <laughs> it's got nothing to do. I don't, I, I've never understood it. This extremism has just got to go away. Like I said, I like Democrats. I like Republicans. But you people on the far right and far left are disgusting. Yeah. It has to be my way 100%. It's like, shut up for Christ's sake. Somebody should punch you right in the solar plexus. <laughs> Could you imagine if that was, <laughs> that was like okay. the, the penalty in meetings? There's just one guy designated like, hey, anytime anybody gets a little extreme, we just give them a nice little chop right in the solar plexus. Right in the solar plexus, baby. All right, so here's the deal. Representative Brad Finstead and Michelle Fishbach uh, stated their uh, position. A source familiar with House Majority Whip Tom Emmer's decision said he also supports Jordan. We should probably have Tom. Tom Emmer's a pretty straight-ahead guy. He's a good guy. We should have him on. We should also get uh, Dean Phillips on. See, right there, you'd have one Republican, one Democrat. I like both the guys. I don't know uh, I don't know either one of them really well. I've met both of them, played golf with Tom Emmer once, and, and uh, Mr. Phillips has been on uh, the family podcast before, so... I wouldn't mind having them both on to get their uh, their opinion on that kind of stuff. Are they hard? I suppose po- that that politicians are hard to reach out to to book on a show, aren't they? Yeah, you got to get you in touch with you know their people, and their oh, people will God. get back to you. And then a lot of times politicians are a little bit more nervous about going because yeah. they don't want to go on and be like on a gotcha type of. I'm show not going to do that to anybody. I don't do that. Yeah, they're 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 careful. No, I mean if you if you got some time, you wouldn't mind reaching out to them. Yeah. I wouldn't mind wouldn't mind hearing their opinions on these things. Uh, Finstead was the first Minnesota Republican to announce his intentions. I know uh, Representative Jordan to be a strong, principled, conservative leader who has a proven record of fighting for the American people, and I'm proud to support him for the Speaker of the House. Finstead said in a statement on Friday, it's, a long, it's long past time for our uh, conference uh, to move past our differences as individuals and get back to governing. See, that's what, that statement right there works for me. Maybe you should both get off your ass and do your job because you – are serving the people, the people are not serving you. I know you think it's the other way around, that you're a big shot and the people should kiss your ass. Why don't you get off that ass and do your job? How about that? Right? Yeah. It would be nice. Be you think awesome. it's ever going to happen? No. You know the one guy I really can't stand in this story, and I've never liked him anyway? Who's that? Is that puke from Florida, what's his name, Matt Gates? Yeah, that guy what is. What an asshole. That guy is interesting. 
That's the word I'm going to say because I don't want to be too inflammatory here. But yeah, I've heard some crazy things about him and and read some crazy things like about dating him. 17 year old yeah kind of deal. and then he's still like on stuff voting while he under investigation just crazy yeah. um really really quick on the jim jordan thing listener pat uh writes in he wants us to know that jim jordan is a trump ally who still says that the election was stolen he falls on the extreme right of the political spectrum so I, right. so I would will, then uh, hillary clinton would she be on the far left I and, would imagine so. Because the only reason I'm bringing that up is she still thinks the, that her election was rigged. I yeah. mean, if that's the criteria, then yeah, I would say so. Yeah, I mean, I got to be honest with you. If anybody thinks that our elections are 100% clean and clear, you're kidding yourself. Everything is rigged. Right. And I'm not saying it's rigged at the highest level, and that's why he was not elected. That's not what I'm saying at all. Right. But there's a lot of cheating going on on both sides. Yeah. Each side no. pushes the boundary of, yes. of, like, hey, what can we get away with? And then the loser is now upset, and now they're going to go, well, you cheated more than I cheated, so that's why you won. I wish no one would cheat. That'd be good. Why don't we just no. count the votes and you shut up? How about that? That'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. That's It'll the work goal. for me. I mean, I, I just, once again, you look at the two people you got out there. You got President Biden and former President Trump. Would you hang out with either one of them? Absolutely not. Of course not. If they sent me an invite, like to the white, like even to like tour the White House, I'd be like, I mean, I'll go, but do I have to talk to you? Like, can I just get the tour and <laughs> bounce? Go. Like, well, one good thing about that is because I did have lunch with Trump that one time when he was the president. Mm -hmm. They don't have a lot of time to spend with you, so you don't oh, have to worry no. about it. No, I mean, he was very nice to me. He was very pleasant. He was nothing like he is on television. Yeah, no, uh, it's all a show. It's all a show. Yeah. yeah, it is all a show. So, and I'm not. I, I just I'm not going to vote for either one of them. I've made that very very clear. I still don't know who the hell I'm going to vote for. There's got to be somebody. Yeah, somebody. Hopefully, somebody will. Because if it's down to just picking between those two, yeah, I'd just leave it blank. I might as well write Mickey Mouse on the top of the ballot. Aren't they like? Well, Trump's already involved in a court case, and Biden's about. Well, he's involved in the court case too because his son's grifting and all that stuff, right? Yeah, they're just combing through his emails or something like that. Yeah, it's, it, it's like, that's really great. We got two people running for president, and they're both under investigation. <laughs> that's real nice. Yeah. I, ideal world, world, I think they both just like, hey, hands up. We got to go away. Yeah, you know, right. and then yeah, two new right. people. I I don't know if that's actually going to be the case. It's probably no, not going no, to be, no. and we're going to have, you know, another four years of just fun conversations but i mean look at that look at look at the you got jim jordan supposed to be extremely conservative i don't know much about him i i mean i i know what he looks like i've seen him on tv before all the rest of it but is there anybody who's not nuts that's running for that office no or, i think or it, any other office no, at this point it feels like part of the criteria like you got to be over 35 and yeah, a little yeah. bit nuts to run for president but why do you have to? Why can't you just be a nice... Although you look back, uh, the presidents in my lifetime, would I have wanted to hang out with... It? No, I wouldn't want to hang out with any of them. Well, that's not true. Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter's a very nice man. Yeah. Not a very good president, but he was a very nice man. Um, I would have got lunch with Obama. Yeah, for sure. Would he, you really? I th he You'd have to pay him, you know. Because <laughs> he's all about the money. I mean, he is all about the money. He seems... Like a not in probably now removed from office, more like down to earth 
Like, and he, mm. he's always just seems so, in, because he's the president, he's been trained in this stuff, but relatable, mm. about as relatable as I can be to the president of the United States. But, yeah. you know, he kind of comes off with that everyday, laid back type of... Yeah, like he was filling out NCAA March Madness brackets. Like yeah. Obama, like he felt like, and who knows if it was all an act because he wanted to be likable and get ratings right. up or anything like that. But yeah, he seemed like, you know, quote unquote, one of us. He's serenading um, Al Green at a, like a right. White House press conference because that's like him and Michelle Song or something like yep. that. Or the clip of the the guy who, and granted, this might have been staged, but it, it sure is, doesn't seem like it, but he was voting and this guy walks past like, don't talk to my girl. Yeah. And it ends up like <laughs> he's voting for himself in the election and the guy's mm-hmm. like, uh, didn't know it was Obama. Just <laughs> no, thought it was happen. a random guy and telling right. Obama, "Hey, don't don't talk to my girlfriend." And then he, you know, just the whole thing about it, just amazing. Do you think because of my life and the way I grew up and all the rest of it? Because I cannot tell you one president I ever liked, not one. They're just not my kind of people. Really, you're the boss. Then I hate you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've noticed that trend while working yeah. with you, Tom. You've kind of seen that come out of me before. Oh, you're in charge? Get the hell away from me then. <laughs> now, the, one, the only complaint I have about Obama, and it's not about him directly, is why his wife, the day after the election, standing at a microphone and saying, this is the first time I've ever been proud to be an American. Could you just let it set in for a while? And it's like, this isn't the first time. Like, you can, like, you're just very happy right now. Like, this might be the proudest moment of your life. Great for you. But, yeah, like, this isn't the first time, like, that you've thought America was great. My gripe with her is that she ruined school lunches. She did? What'd she do? She she made them way, way too vegetable happy. (laughs) <laughs> like I as, love that take. As soon That's as, a good take As soon as they got in office It was a giant health kick And all, we're adding Seven things of broccoli And we can't have This pizza anymore It's gotta be like Lower in sauce oh, And not as much yeah. cheese And not as much Like just Oh it was terrible Let me cause my own death Leave me alone <laughs> Exactly right? And like looking back At school lunches Like it's amazing That any of us survived Eating the food That we It was <laughs> Some some of it was, it was like terrible. Almost unedible Yeah The pizza Pizza was like the best part of our day, and like it would be probably the worst piece of pizza if you tried to eat a school mm. lunch today. The elementary school like rectangle pizza back in yep. the day that was unbelievable. I would still eat that today if you gave it to me. But did you ever have egg bake at your school? Yes, we had the egg bake. We had like the Ish. we had pizza sticks. Imagine a oh, pizza sticks were actually kind of good. Like it was just a mozzarella. <laughs> it was just mozzarella sticks that you don't like. We literally oh, ate really? mozzarella sticks yeah. for lunch, and they there called that go. a meal. Okay. <laughs> no, the egg bake was awful because it was like a lazy like Sounds it's a breakfast terrible. for lunch type of day. Mm-hmm. Imagine a yellow Ugh. sponge soaked in water. And then maybe a little cheese melted on it. It was awful. Yeah. Terrible. Awful. Yeah, none for Thank God they didn't have. Well, they did. I think at, at St. Joe's in my, I think, sixth grade, we had lunch there then. And it was just horrible. Walk me through, like, in your days in school, what was, like, an average school lunch? Are they giving out well, sandwiches? Well, I only had it for one year. And okay. it was, no, it was, a, it was always, like, a piece of, like, a, piece of a chicken breast and a little mashed potatoes mm-hmm. or something. Okay. That kind of deal. Right. But it all tasted like paste. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah. It was absolutely. And it, it wasn't like I was Mr. High Cuisine or anything yeah. like no. that, you know, over there. No, I, I, got, I, I try to be very honest about it. I was never a fan of going to school. I should have been homeschooled, no doubt about it. Mm. I should have been. I just didn't care for it. I could, yeah, I, I loved school. Like, I shouldn't, Most like, kids not, do, yeah. not, like, necessarily the, like, 
going to class and like the actual work part of it. But yeah, just being in like that social environment was, I loved going to school every day. How would you handle it going to school today? Because I could not sit and shut up while they're up there chirping about all the, everything except for math and science. All the, talking about this political bullshit. I would literally in third grade go, hey, can I learn something? That'd be great. Yeah. You know, I don't want to hear about your politics. I want to learn something. Yeah. And like between that and then just the circus that is all of your other classmates that would just be oh, God, wiling yes. out in the hallways, like, I would be so annoyed. Like, I if today's kids were like, I hate going to school, I'd be like, yeah, I could see that. Like, <laughs> there's fights all the time. All like, your the teachers time. are going to be, you know, yeah. pushing whatever stuff that they're going to push on you. Like, yeah, I could see why kids today wouldn't like school. I and that's why I didn't like it back when I went. I, I literally would like to tell you there was one teacher I liked, but I never had one. Really? I didn't dislike them. Mm-hmm. It's just not my kind of people. See, I had some, I had some really good Did teachers. Did you really? Yeah. And I, I think I had a, similar to you, Tev. And I liked going to school. Both my parents are teachers, so I've kind, I, I got almost like tutoring at home if needed. Mm-hmm. A sense, like if I need help with my homework, I have two teachers that can like help yeah. me after dinner, so it's not a big deal. But, um, but yeah, no, I, I got, I had some really good teachers growing up, and like the Fridley school system, I thought was very well like organized. Well, that's yeah. good. So you actually learned something. Yeah, like, don't get me wrong. There were some teachers that I would, you know, as soon as you get done with their class or whatever for the year, I'm like, thank God I never have to interact with that person again just because mm-hmm. it was not maybe the personality or the right, right teaching style for me. But there were some that was like, I want you every single year. Like, you were fantastic. Yeah, yeah. No, Osceola School District, shout out Osceola. They were great. Uh, like, I don't think I had any teachers that I hated. And, like, they, I gave them plenty of reasons to not, to not like me. <laughs> well, there is that. That's oh, my gosh. I, I remember, like, being, oh, my gosh. In high school, we had a TA that was, like, fresh out of college, and she was very attractive. Shout out Miss Doroff. I think she's married <laughs> now. Um, but she, I was like, oh, like, I would, like, flirt with her in class because it made her uncomfortable, and I thought it was hilarious. Oh. And so one day I slipped my phone number into her purse because she left it on the counter what? next to How us. How old are like, you? I was uh, probably like seventeen never, years never old. Never too 18. young to be a player, right? And oh, I thought God. I thought it was hilarious. And so she like goes home, finds my phone number with some stupid cheesy like line probably written on it. I get called in the principal's office the next day, and they're like, "Tevin, you cannot." give the teaching assistants your phone number <laughs> like good plan they're, they're here to learn to become a professional like a teacher like oh my gosh like i'll pull the black card all the time as being the only black kid there and yeah the teachers they would play along with it and give throw it right because you face. ruined the school day is that well yeah well i mean like if i was sitting know. next to the light switch I'd, they'd be like hey can you turn the lights off we're about to watch a movie and i'd be like well is it because i'm black is that why i have to <laughs> turn the light off and they'd like most of the teachers would look at me and be like, "Yes, it is because you're yes, black." Now please exactly. go turn the light off. Like, yes. you know, I can appreciate that. If you're gonna, if I'm gonna make a joke, you can make one. I love that. Now here's an example of why I've never liked teachers. And oh look, my brother-in-law was a teacher, and I adored that man. He was a wonderful guy. But in second grade at St. Joseph's, something happened. I don't even remember what the hell it was, but the nun blamed it on me and said, "Tommy, you did that." And I said, "No, I did not." Mm-hmm. said, yes, you did. I know you did it. And I said, I didn't do it. I'm telling you. She said, well, you're going to sit in that chair until you admit that you did it. I literally sat in the chair for two hours. And then I finally said, yeah, you know what? You're right. I did it. And I've carried that with me my whole life, that you forced me to lie because you were right and I was wrong, even though you had no idea what the hell you're talking about. That still bothers me all these years later that she made me lie. 
I do not like that kind of bullshit. I don't like that at all. Yeah, that what, what was like? What, what did they? Oh, accuse some you kind of? of ruckus or something, or some got tipped over, I, it, and I did not do it. Yeah, but she made me lie, just so she'd be right and I'd be wrong. Jeez, and that's it, it. Literally, I hated school after that day forever. Yeah, I would too. Did you guys get chocolate milk at your school? Didn't get had a lot of chocolate, but no milk. <laughs> that was always there was a. I can't remember the name of the school, but it was some, like, Catholic school that was an elementary school next to ours. And after, I think it stopped in fifth grade. So then in sixth grade, we get all these new kids that would come to our school. And they were always amazed that we got were allowed to drink chocolate milk because they only got it on Fridays. Unbelievable. Oh, you know, one thing I should also add, I was only ever hit by a teacher that was also in second grade, by the way. Mm-hmm. Come to think of it, this is a tough row to hoe. The only teacher that's ever hit me her name was Sister Conchita, and she was black. I'm, Only person ever hit me in school I'm gonna, was one of your relatives. I'm going to go out on a limb and say you'd, whatever reason she had for hitting you was probably justified. <laughs> oh, okay, so she was right, and I was wrong. No, you're absolutely right. And you're going right. to sit there yep. until you admit it. Yeah, <laughs> until you admit you deserve to be hit. And she used to take the... You know the uh, the metal razor for the uh, ruler. The ruler. Yeah. Wham! Right on the knuckle. Mm, those. How oh, did that hurt? Those stories always just amaze me. Like it <laughs> was a wild you, yeah. time. The teachers probably were allowed to smoke indoors on like their break and yeah, hitting kids with rulers. They could. You could hit kids back then. Oh, absolutely. And like seeing how kids today act, it's like you know what? That's a good Maybe idea. Maybe we should bring that, <laughs> that rule back. Let's start like, hitting kids again. Uh, yeah. Well, you might be right, though. Like, not all kids. They don't have to hit all kids, but there's some yeah, that... Let's go with all kids. Yeah, or like, because you, you always see the viral videos of, like, kids that'll hit their teachers, and it's like, I couldn't, oh, be, I couldn't be a teacher. Because, like, if an 18-year-old, like, came up and, oh. like, punched me in the face, I'm probably going to hit him back. Well, some of the best Good teachers move. are the most patient people. Yeah. Yes. Very yeah, understanding, very, very patient. I don't know how they do that. And it, I, no. I know they get, like, three months off, and some people probably are sitting there like, well, they, you know, they get three months off in the summer. Like, I would love a three-month vacation. Right. Think about what they're going through for the mm-hmm. other, you know, no, <laughs> the other nine months. Deal yeah. with some of the, yeah. And a lot of them are, like, they have to buy their own supplies for mm-hmm. kids. I've talked to teachers where they're like, I know that, you know, XYZ student isn't, like, eating at home, so I bring him lunches that he can take home and eat. Like, there are teachers are doing, like, the Lord's work, and, yeah, yeah they don't get enough credit. The Lord's work. Yeah. I like it. I mean, and because most of the time, they're, like, parents just hand their kids to the teachers and are like, here, you raise them for me. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. ah, absolutely. Well, that happens quite often, yeah. There's no question about that. So, so all in all, did you both have a pretty pleasant time in school? Yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. There, like, there like are things I didn't like, but... Did you fine. do you have a couple teachers that stood out to you that you like remember that are like those are just the best teachers ever? Uh yeah, there was yeah, well, I had a history teacher Miss Crybeck. She was super good. Um her husband was my basketball coach, so that's probably why I liked her uh as well, but yeah, there was a, quite a few teachers where there's things that I'll remember for the rest of my life that yeah, they taught me. Yeah. I, I gave like I said, I gave everybody every reason. There was a, I had a math teacher that I almost killed on accident. She was Whoa. A, she was like <laughs> deathly allergic to latex. Oh, and, what? Really? And I remember I was out in the hall. I went to the bathroom, and it was some girl's birthday, and she was leaving for the day. And I was like, oh, happy birthday. She's like, oh, yeah, thank you. And she's like, you want a balloon? I was like, hell, yeah, I want a balloon. So she gave me a balloon. I brought oh, it God. I brought it back into the classroom just like, Uh-oh. oh, hey, guys, you know, 
freaking Susie gave me a balloon and the teacher stood there like up against the wall like you need to get that out of here right now and go wash your hands because I'm like death so yeah almost killed her she ended up kicking me out one day because I was being obnoxious and so she she was like take your desk and put it in the hallway and outside of her door there were some stairs that like went up to kind of the second level so I was like I'm gonna put my desk right at the top of the stairs and so I was in the way of everybody and so she comes out and she's like Tevin like if this really like this would you're going to do i need you to put your desk now up against the window so i can see you from like inside so now i'm sitting up against the window and i thought again it'd be very funny to write miss haas hates black people on my <laughs> notebook and i just stuck it up in the window the whole class busts out laughing she didn't like it she didn't think it was funny and then i earned myself a trip to the principal's office but so how'd that go? That's showbiz, baby. Not all the jokes work out. Nah, I suppose yeah. not. Yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do, oh. ladies and gentlemen? Uh, there's a big article today. You guys brought this up earlier on the show. There's a big article today in the Star Tribune. Uh, Jim Suhan, since becoming GM, Adafo Mensa has failed to improve the Vikings. You guys brought that up early this morning. Yes. There's a big article about it in the Star Tribune this morning. So... Do you think it's bad enough that we need to take a gander at maybe replacing him? Uh, yeah, I think that this year in the offseason, if we don't come up with a solution at quarterback or a potential mm-hmm. solution or we don't – if because I don't – if we keep winning games, we're not going to be high enough to take a quarterback. But I think next year, if we don't get some people that have immediate impact, I think that next year could potentially be his last year. That would be it. Just wrap it up. No, I – I suppose I don't know. It's just it's hard to watch them. They're yeah. they're not very good. Yeah, and when he when he came in, Quasi was talking about how he wanted it not a full down tear down rebuild because right, right. It, it, it's not often that you see those like fully come to fruition and you have the Super Bowl at the end of the rainbow. The Vikings when he came in had the pieces to where you can do a competitive rebuild where they're kind of mixing and matching mm-hmm. and restructuring almost. And I. I, I don't know that he has maybe hit on as many draft picks as he should have, and I don't think that, uh, like at the time, I was a big fan of the Hawkinson trade mm-hmm. uh, last season, and even you know on the initial re-signing of him, an extension earlier right. this year, but there's been a couple instances where it's just like, you are the highest paid tight end, I need you to make that catch in yeah, this yeah, moment. Yeah. I'm not, I don't need you to make everyone, but like eventually, yep. some of these have to be caught. Um, so yeah, it's just, and then, you know, right now you still don't have Justin Jefferson re-signed and we know he's hurt now, but you could have wrapped that up earlier this season. Right. And, mm-hmm. you know, once he's back and ready to healthy to go, will he come back? He might have his agent and his family in his ear saying, you know, we don't have that contract and we're already almost kind of out of the playoffs. So why, why come back? And then right. they're going to keep driving up the price and then it becomes that holdout that no Vikings fan wants to deal with. So um, I wouldn't say he's like right at the door of we need to get it going right now, mm-hmm. but like you said, Tevin, maybe give him the off season into next season, in my mm-hmm. opinion. And yeah. if there's really no noticeable improvements, that's when you start thinking about it. Yeah. And I was handed a, a graphic that uh, for like the net win probability for through weeks one through six, and then they're kind of basing it off of like dropped interceptions, dropped passes, field, like what are field goals, fumbles, and stuff like that. So the number one team in the league for their win probability was the Chargers with 166%, and then it kind of goes down from there. The last team on the list is the Minnesota Vikings. Negative 133% chance of winning their games this year for 
according to this chart. So, oh like, God. our net win probability was negative 133%. <laughs> Hard to win games when uh, you are constantly just have your hands around your So, brain. how many wins does that come to? Like, three? Yeah. I mean, it, well, it's just showing, like, over the course of the first six games of, of you know, paced off drop passes, dropped interceptions right, and things right. like that. Fumbles. Fumbles. Yeah. yeah. It's just saying that, yeah, we've had more than a negative or whatever, negative 133% like, chance. They've done more to affect their outcome. Than, Negatively than yes. we have positively. Yes. Yeah. So we're essentially just shooting ourselves in the foot constantly. Better than any other team, though. Yeah. Oh, and like the next, <laughs> yeah. the next closest, the, banner. the next closest is negative 88%. So we almost doubled up everybody. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be honest with you though. I have uh, never seen so many very catchable passes dropped like I have, and that's across the NFL this year. I don't know mm-hmm. what the hell's going on. Why are so many people dropping passes now? Well, that in the in the turf, these fields yeah, that have turf. Yeah. Um, I, Tevin, you probably can speak on mm-hmm. this more than I can knowledgeably, but from what I understand, every NFL player is like, why are we not playing on grass right. every single week? Right. Yeah. Because the turf, every every like major like Achilles or ankle and whatnot, just like non-contact is happening on turf. Mm-hmm. And it's a multi-billion dollar industry. You can facilitate grass fields for the eight to nine home games you play every year, right? right. Yeah. Right. Why are we not doing that? Yeah, I think they should be playing on natural grass. And like, even if, because you can get injured, I mean, on any yeah. surface, mm-hmm. but even just the feeling of after a practice or a game, like your joints don't hurt as much because the grass is a little bit softer for like, you know, impact on your joints yeah, and stuff right. like that. So it's, I get it for indoor stadiums. It sucks. And turf has come a long way. Like at NDSU, we had the like Astro turf. Back from back in the oh, day, that stuff was for a while. Terrible. Oh my! Like you, the Metrodome style. Yeah, where terrible. it was like it was like playing on a it was like a thin carpet over concrete and you, hard concrete. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, you're absolutely right. And so like they finally upgraded to like the with the whatever normal field turf with the uh, black pellets in it, which still sucks to play on and you right. fall it hurts. But yeah, I mean natural grass should be the way to go because you can grow stadiums. grass indoors now right yeah and i mean spendy, arizona but. even they have where the whole field literally slides outside so it can get grass and rain and then really comes back inside mm-hmm. yeah oh, i didn't know that that's yeah. a great idea and i'm sure there's you know you can get a, a turf company that can keep your grass alive for you know a couple weeks yeah indoors well i mean they, you can open a whole what is it the whole West side of the of the U.S. Bank Stadium. Yeah, you can and, open yeah. up that whole side, can't you? Yeah, I don't know if that would be enough to get like the un- enough. proper amount of sunlight. Yeah, and, you know, probably. Everything not. And That's there's true. there's enough uh, glass in the ceiling where you could probably get the yeah. greenhouse effect a little bit. But I mean, there's much smarter people than me that pre- like yeah. that can no, you figure just stop out right there. How to saw there's much the smarter field. people yeah. than me. <laughs> yeah. Not just on that one topic. No, just all, all <laughs> topics. Just all in all topics. Yes. Yeah, it's. I tell you, honest to God, I was invited to go out and just warm up with the twins once. They gave me a uniform to wear mm-hmm. and everything. Ninety-two on the back. Uh, maybe, but I could not believe when that ball, yeah, because there was like a single hit in front of me. Mm-hmm. I could not believe how high that ball bounced. It's like Jesus, because it was the, what you were talking about—that mm-hmm. very thin turf over really hard concrete. Yeah. It was, man, it was something else. And because then the, the worst, because there's a baseball 
I would hate to have to like now make a diving catch oh, God, and you just yeah. get up and all of the skin is missing from your oh it's the worst yep. and you gotta try and shower after the game and it burns no I'm, I'm out well my favorite thing was back when the Raiders were at the Oakland Coliseum and then they would just be like making tackles in the infield yes. <laughs> yeah yeah in the infield yeah. yes right <laughs> You know, a 13-yard rush ends with scraped elbows because you got into the second base area. Right. Like, it's, it's, you're essentially playing tackle football on, like, a gravel road. <laughs> By the way, you can stop sending in the messages, Tom. You would have never going to make that play anyway, so shut up. Okay. Don't worry about my feelings. I need you I'm to start saying hurt. nice things about the Vikings because my goal is to have you uh, sound the Gallerhorn before the game. That's Yeah, so you've done the first pitch there. and, yep. I've never done the Gallerhorn deal. No, that's what I'm saying. We need to say nice things about the Vikings so they'll invite so we, us. So, so we can all do it. Yeah. Well, that's it's selfish because I want to go up there as well. I was going to say, that sounds like a great pitch for us to just go to a Vikings game. All about you. <laughs> yep. We got to take a break. Be right back. I got, I got to recover from that for a few minutes. Right back. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. It's Tom Bernard for Flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin. I'm happy to say I purchased an EV Mustang from Flagship and have friends and coworkers who bought new vehicles and used ones from this family-run dealership that's just 20 minutes west of the metro in Baldwin. Whether you want to compare their used car specials, claim Ford financing options, or simply book an oil change or tire rotation, they have you covered at Flagship Ford. New vehicles like the Ford Escape, the Edge, or F-150 pickups with special engine options. Flagship Ford can answer all your questions on your next new vehicle. The month of October is Tire Month at Flagship Ford. Fit your tires for your specific vehicle, any model car, truck, or SUV, and get your tires before the snow flies, just $5 over cost. That's a purchase of four new tires with a $70 rebate gift card on top of the $5 over cost on most brands of tires. Flagship Ford, east of the metro in Baldwin, Wisconsin, and online at FlagshipFord.com. That's FlagshipFord.com. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take Personal Care Dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner.